Hello, everybody. This is the Chocolate News Podcast. I'm your co-host, John Alexander Reese. And I'm your co-host, Andrea Carter. And if you didn't know, the Cincinnati Herald has been around since 1955 and is the leading African-American-owned newspaper in the greater Cincinnati area and northern Kentucky area. So how's it going, Andrea? It's going fine. How are you going? How are you doing, John? I'm doing just fine. It's, um, you know, we're finally, is it fall yet? Or I think it's, or is it, is it in a couple of days? I can't remember. I, I think it's either today or tomorrow. I can never remember if it's the 20th or the 21st. So, but I think we're, we're around the official fall is starting anthem right now. I right. mean, basically pumpkin spice is out all over the place. So, you know, it's fall. Yeah. <laughs> So um, it is, um, I, I think it's wonderful. The leaves are starting to change here and there a little bit, but they haven't started dropping meat rapidly yet. But I think in the next few days, as we get closer to October, they will. You know, the Halloween candy's out. The costumes are out. I've already seen a few inklings, a hint of um, Christmas, you know, in a few places. It keeps getting earlier and earlier. I just can't keep up. Oh yeah. But, but um, you know, overall, it's I'm not breaking out my sweater yet. A couple of jackets, yes, but not my sweaters yet. I'm yeah. Yeah, so. I'm waiting. I'm waiting because I like because I like my hoodie. So you know what? It's getting there. You know, I'm not I'm not biggest fan of fall weather, but I do enjoy wearing my hoodie. So I guess there's that. Well, I mean, it's it's kind of like I I have a couple of new you know jackets that i can wear and um and you know the evenings are starting to get a little cooler yeah um and so it's just you know it's one of those gradual things until mother nature says oh okay it's cold yeah <laughs> so, well you know when, oh go I, ahead I, I still got the ac on so <laughs> well you know what and also with my hoodie i wanted to get a bangles hoodie too but by the way they're doing, I I don't know. And I think that segues to our first chocolate news story. <laughs> well, I, I'm just going to say that I did buy a couple of new bangles things in um, early August. They always come out with the sideline shirts every year. Right. So I got a couple of the new sideline shirts. So I finally have one in orange with bangles on it. And um, I got, there is a... Bingle shirt that um you know the 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 black owned shop called black owned oh yeah um, yeah yeah they have that logo they have that um, um logo franchise deal with the mm. Bengals to design some stuff for them and so they have a shirt on a couple of sites selling their Bengal shirt that has black owned on it and I'm a believer in supporting black businesses so I bought one of their shirts right and I can't wait to wear it and then I bought some exercise shorts. So okay. All right. know, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm every year I try to re, you know, get something new with Bengals on it and um, go from there. So, you know, I'm showing my support. Yeah. Yeah. But at the same time, you know, I, it's I'm rough, like, but you know what? We've been here before. Yeah, that's true. And, you know, we've been teased Super Bowl if Super Bowl if, and then, you know, Joe Burrow's got hurt. And I'm just kind of like, really? This is our year to shine. And he's not playing. He's playing hurt. Still holding his own. I mean, we came within three points. Yeah. So that's better than last week. Okay. It was the dog pound. I was not happy. I, I think we should 
you know, keep up that dynamic that we are better than the Browns, not the other way around. Yes. But, (laughs) you know, that's just me and the rivalry. But anyway. Uh, Of course, the Browns have actually won a Super Bowl championship. So Yeah, I know. I'm I'm negating Uh, all that. That, You know, but, you know, go Cleveland. Anyway, um, I would just say that we, we, but we have a lot to look forward to. Yeah. I think if Joe... He probably should have taken another week to heal. Probably. Playing. Um, I mean, because they were playing a little rough out there, but they always play rough. But yeah, um, I think um, people got an in for Joe because he's got that nice contract now. So yeah, it's going to get a little rougher out there. But I think, um, you know, with um, if everyone checks out our website and read Matt McDowell's um, column, he points out a few, you know, a few positives about the touchdowns, the impressive speed of the punt returns by Charlie Jones, but that offensive line, they look better than they did last week against Cleveland, but they still have a lot of work to do because, I mean, if you saw the comparisons between Cincinnati, where Joe had to throw that ball very, very, very quickly, the Ravens, he took a sweet time. He could throw the ball. No one was touching him. So we have a little work to do. Joe Digger re-injured his leg just, you know, a little bit, um, which is unfortunate. Yeah. The defense gave up over 400 yards. Um, Joe doesn't look like himself. He's probably frustrated, too, with some of his team members. 40%, 46% of the drives have ended in three, three, and three and outs, which is, you know, that's not good. That's not what we're used to seeing. Again, you know, we are Super Bowl. We've been to the Super Bowl. We played there. We didn't win, but we yeah. got there. So we got extra pressure on us to do it again. Right. So I think we just need to take a step back, breathe, build up that confidence, that ego, and just go out and do it. Unfortunately, they're playing Monday night football Ooh. on Monday. Ooh. Yes. Ooh, who are we playing? Uh, I I think it's the Rams. We're playing. Well, that should be an interesting game. Uh, (laughs) Interesting, I guess. Uh, (laughs) We'll see. We'll we'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. You know, it's um, it's 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 it's, um, yeah. I'm 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 trying to be positive here. So, um, um, you know, it's just. One of those things of where it's the Rams, it's the Rams. Yeah, that's all I got to say. It's the Rams. They're the Rams. (laughs) It's the Baltimore Rams. I mean, I like Baltimore. Baltimore's a nice town. They got great seafood, but it's the Rams. But anyway, yeah, it is the Rams. Yeah, we're gonna be positive. Yeah, we're gonna be positive, even though the Rams are two and zero. I think. (laughs) You know what? We might pull off. We might pull it off. And third time, third time's the charm. That that's my positive feeling and i think it's here is it here i think it's here um you know oh you know what yeah it is it is at the Bengals. okay yeah you know what that you know what that means then what does that mean that means everybody who's watching monday night football gets to see the black walk hall of fame oh yeah that's right because as they do that spin out across the the sea of the cincinnati 
Yeah. They're going to see that black, you know, the, the, the black hall of fame, the walk, the black walk hall of fame. And I think that's going to be fantastic. Okay. So, yeah. Right. You know, that, that is, Hey, tourism comes to Cincinnati once again. Yay. That is true. Yeah. So and, I, I and, think and, also, and, and I think it's on ESPN too. I think Monday night football, I think. So no, I, thought, I think it's going to be on CBS. Or oh, is it going to be on CBS? Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah it's going to okay. be now. I mean, Monday nights, Monday night football. I mean, yeah. It, um, Thursday night football is on Prime. I know that, and, yeah. And ESPN. So I think, but you know, and also if you're watching the NFL channel, so probably pick up if you have one of those special packages. Right. So it's going to be interesting. I think also the Cincinnati Reds are in a tight, tight hunt for the playoffs. Yeah, um, they're they're still trying to make it. There's, I think they're still trying to do it. I think we have a shot. I mean, think of it before. We didn't have a shot before. Now we do. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know, they, they've given up a few things, but they've been on a win, win a few, lose a few, win a few, lose a few. So, But I think they're trying their best and holding their own. And we'll just have to see what happens next and um, keep happy thoughts for all of our sports teams. I mean, if you think about it, even the Bearcats, no, they lost too. <laughs> I take that back. Uh, it's not been a good week for Cincinnati sports teams. Yeah. But, you know, again, positive thoughts. Something yeah. will occur. Yeah. If push comes to shove, we need, if we need to be rejuvenated, go find a peewee football team and watch them play. Yeah. The joy <laughs> of just playing uh, will, in, in, will energize you for football. So, yeah. and also they're so cute in their uniforms. <laughs> and I know if a little boy heard me right now talk about his Pee Wee League and saying he look cute in his football jersey, they'd be like, what are you talking about? How dare you? Anyway. <laughs> With that, I move on. So, um, <laughs> next up is, you know, seven years ago, a new concept of transportation was introduced to Cincinnati with the streetcar. Oh, has it been seven years already? It's been seven years. They they established in 2016, and uh, they have just broken the ridership of a hundred thousand each month, wow. which is pretty cool. Proving why we need the streetcar because parking has become horrible in downtown Cincinnati, and especially if if we, if you have to pay what I call the parking gods, and I only <laughs> pay so much, you know. Yeah. What they charge during the Taylor Swift concert that was outrageous. <laughs> <laughs> Those who charge $25, okay, I'll give it to you. Those who try to charge $60 and $80, shame on you. Shame on you. But anyway. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I think the fact that the streetcar has survived for seven years, um, it's running smoothly. People have gotten used to it running around the city. People are getting on it and riding it. I still have the coins from when they first opened in honor of uh, oh, wow. the coins from the streetcar. <laughs> But I think it's time that we take our investment in this new way of transportation and invest in it and in, in expanding it, whether mm -hmm. going out to the airport, which I recommend, or going up Reading Road or going up Vine Street, because those are two thoroughfares that takes you out to the burbs if you continue straight down Reading Road and Vine Street. I think it should be considered. And I know people will think I'm crazy for even saying it, but I think that is the wave of the future because 
you know, if you think about it, we need transportation that does not put something into the air. We need um, something that will move the masses in the region to and from. And I think especially with how many people are flying out every day at CVG, I think we could do a streetcar out to CVG. That alone would put, um, would build a huge parking lot and people riding it to get there to the airport. Um, they do it in San Francisco. Yeah, that is true. That, that'd be kind of a, how long would that be though? Because like, I, cause I remember them because I think what it goes like, it's like a three mile radius, right? So far. Yes, so it uh, it'd be nice if they, because I, I remember them, they, they want to extend it like eventually. I don't know when, if that's ever going to happen, but I, I remember them. They still wanted to extend it to like the zoo to like uh, UC and stuff possibly to the West End, you know, Cincinnati Museum Center or something like that. And then maybe even to like Newport and the Levee, that'd be nice too. But Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, it's really truly for it to be really pay for itself. It, I mean, they need to be examples just like of any other streetcar system or railway system like Chicago, like New York, which is subway, but still it's a rail system like Portland. Portland goes all over. They have so many lines now. It's unbelievable. And it moves people around the region and it makes it puts less cars on the highway. Because if you look at it, we're always um they're always expanding or redoing the highways to accommodate the number of cars on there. And um more people are moving back to Ohio because one, our cost of living is cheaper than around the rest of the country. And I think too, um, we're, we're seeing that that pressure on the roads, you know, hampers this the system. I mean, if you think about it, every day between three and six, seventy five and seventy one are backed up. Hmm. If you had a streetcar going to it from, that backup would be eased a lot because those cars would not be on the road. They would be, you know, be less less being pumped in the air, with the, uh, affecting the ozone layer, that climate change effect, but. That's just me being optimistic, but right, yeah. You know, but, but I'm glad that the ridership is up, demands up, and I think we just need to, you know, start thinking about the future and say, okay, we need to invest more in this. Yeah. So we'll see what happens down the road. Yeah. Um. Next, speaking of change, because you know the streetcar is change. Oh, you know we forgot to talk about. Oh, we forgot. Sorry, before the streetcar bomb threats. Oh, yeah, that's right. It is transportation. Suspensus Bridge was um, shut down Wednesday morning due to another bomb threat. Um, this is like what the second one this week that occurred. No, this is yeah. for, for the bridge. It's like, no, this is like the fifth one. Oh, I'm sorry. The fifth one. Yeah. There have been so many. I just couldn't keep up. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just one of those things of where, why? Yeah. I, I I don't know why. Simpson Bridge is a wonderful bridge. It's a nice old bridge. It gets you to and from Kentucky. But why people are threatening to shut down a bridge unless they're upset about the new proposed bridge and they mm -hmm. don't like what's happening or who's getting the contract or what have you. I don't know. But we don't know why people are threatening. I mean, it's interesting that the last bridge, the threat came around 1 a.m., yeah. And um, 
I'm just like, why? You know, it 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 stretches our resources, both sides of the bridge. Um, it makes people anxious. And I think it's just, it's un, unnecessary frustration. Yeah. But, you know, weak-minded people will do weak-minded things. And True. the bomb threat is a weak-minded when, and when I say weak-minded, I just mean that they're not. No, there's no group coming out saying, "Hey, we said this," or "Hey, we threatened this," or you know, a unanimous, I mean, a unidentified persons doing bomb threats. You know, why are you hiding? If you have a beef with the city, or with Kentucky, or with the Department of Transportation, come out and make your beef. Don't yeah. threaten the individuals that live around in the area who utilize the bridge because it's a beautiful bridge. We use it. We need it. Come on. Yeah. So there's that. But speaking of bridge building, Byron Allen, what can we say about this would-be comedian, talk show extraordinaire? He has been slowly building his media empire over time. Um, and now he's made a $10 billion bid to acquire ABC News Network from Disney Ooh. after um, Paramount decided not to sub BET. Yeah. Which I thought was very interesting. So um, Disney was like, no, we're not going to sub, but they're considering it. And um, which I think is interesting, you know, we've never seen We've always hear about Robert Johnson or Oprah Winfrey. Um, you know, there are some quiet media people who are more African who have money, but we never hear about African Americans with money. Well, Tyler Perry, but he has his own studio, but he's not buying TV TV channels like Byron Allen is. Right. And Byron Allen, I mean, he owns HBCU Go, who has streaming deals with both. Um, CIAA and um, CIAA and, and SIAA, the stream the, the um, sports shows, the football games, um, which I think is fantastic. So, you know, he's slowly building that digital media empire. And he does own the, the Weather Channel, the Grio. He um, is building, a, a, you know, other. Um, he has bought a number of local TV stations around the country. So he's slowly getting the job done. He's doing what other media conglomerates have done. So we'll see if they will let him do this deal and see what happens. It, it so. definitely would be interesting because I know Disney, you know, just like a lot of companies are strapped for cash right now. You know, they've had to lay off so many people and I know they're trying to get rid of assets. And, you know, I never thought, Disney because they're you know they're a media conglomerate would get rid of ABC but that day has come so if Disney does decide to sell ABC you know I was like I hope Byron Allen would get it because that would certainly just be interesting it would just be it'd be really it really be well I'm sure it would be it would be amazing if a black man owned one of the you know three well I should say four major networks yeah you know that that would be, that would be amazing. It would be amazing, and or you know, unless they piecemeal ABC and keep the TV stations and 
um, the, you know, the other TV stations along with ABC and sell off the news section because, yeah. you know, the news is expensive. Oh, yeah. And then and then I don't think Disney wants to be in the news game anyway. So, you know, it's just like, you know, they're more interested in, you know, their parks and movies and stuff. So, you know, it's like I don't I don't think I don't think Disney really wants abc anymore anyway so you know it's just like it's only a matter of time yeah it's i mean it's gonna be interesting to see who who ends up with what as they break it up and change the game and things like that so with byron you know it, it it's interesting um it's gonna be um you know i mean oprah has own that um, is true that is true I but mean, which was originally the um it wasn't the Discovery Channel. It was well. It was part of Discovery Network. I know that's I, what it was. I, I I don't know what specific channel it was before, but but but, but like a, but, but but even then, you know, it's like oh, even though Oprah owns the network, it's like the parent company is still like Discovery. Well, it's Warner Bros. Discovery now. I'm sorry. So David Zaslav owns that. It, it would be just so awesome if she just if Byron Allen just owned ABC, such a name brand, and he owned it. And he didn't have a parent company over him. He just owned it. So that's why it would just be so amazing for me. Oh, yeah. And I think also, if you think about it, Oprah, um, how she got into the media game was through her talk show, just like right. Byron. Right, yeah. And, you know, because, was it Uniworld, New World? I forgot who was the distribution company for her talk show got bought by cbs and oh yeah wasn't it she, um wasn't it king world production king world, that's what it yeah, was that, right yeah. it was king world and because of how she kept growing and growing they finally couldn't offer more money so they offered her stock in king world right so when cbs bought king world she went on the cbs board and then when paramount bought king world she's went on that board and that's right. how she's been able to up her game in the media business and um she's a mover and a shaker she knows how to create content for a certain audience and still do those interviews and you know she does those soul sundays and things like that mm -hmm. so it's very interesting how everyone has evolved and you know taking the next step and even p diddy has talked about a black conglomerate in the media world which right. I thought was interesting because they all have amassed, you know, millions and they want to take it to the next step. So I, it's going to be interesting to see what happens. And last but not least for Chocolate News, an exciting thing is going to happen on Friday, uh, September 22nd in Cincinnati. Uh, if anyone is um, heard about Walk with Amal, little or Little Amal, uh, it is this 12 foot high puppet that represents a 10-year-old Syrian refugee girl and has traveled around the country, has been pictured with the Pope and other people. And it is, um, she talks about refugees and how um, the life of a refugee. And this puppet is coming to Cincinnati on Friday. Um, it's being presented by the Cincinnati Chamber Orchestra the Cincinnati Compass and the National Unground Railroad Freedom Center at the Banks. And um, it's going to be downtown. Uh, the tentative schedule is a mall is going to begin her walk, <laughs> believe it or not, at the suspension bridge. 
in Covington and she's going to come into Cincinnati and um, there'll be a presentation, both AFTAB, the mayor AFTAB Peral and the Covington mayor, uh, Mayor Myers and a Kroger's representative at an outdoor stage at the banks at the Freedom Center. Um, oh, I'm sorry, before they at the banks and then they walk to the Freedom Center and um, people will be able to go down and I guess along the way, see this 12 foot high puppet. And this all starts at three o'clock and then there will be another program um, at the Freedom Center between 4.30 and six. So you can get the details, either go on, you know, just Google walk with a mile and check on events or go to the Freedom Center to see what they're gonna do. And I think it's exciting that because Cincinnati has a number of immigrants and refugees in, in, in the city. And I think this represents another side of what it means to be an American because we were all immigrants of some sort. And um, I, I think this isn't just a new way of thinking about who lives in our world, who lives in our country and what we need to do to help our fellow man. Mm -hmm. And um that is all the chocolate news for this week. All right. Well, thank you, Andrea. Um, so that's it for today's show. I want to thank Andrea again for all the great chocolate news. Thank you so much, Andrea. It's always oh, it's appreciated. Thank you. I have fun with this. Thank you. Yeah. And um, also, folks, you can find out more information about today's topics and past podcast episodes at www.thecincinnatiherald.com. The Sesh Newsletter, or on our social media. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest, Instagram, LinkedIn, and Threads. And make sure to subscribe to our podcast on your favorite podcast app. Our podcast is on Apple, Spotify, TuneIn Radio, Amazon, YouTube, and Google Podcasts. In addition, the Cincinnati Herald is now accepting applications for an advertising representative. So please call or text our publisher, Walter White, at 513-680-7076 for more information. I'm John Alexander Reese. And I'm Andrea Carter. And have a good day.